All right, party people, welcome back to another episode of the Fit Truth Podcast. What up, Jen? Welcome. Hey, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I like our intros because we always say, what up, girl? Hey, girl. And then we just laugh. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of perfect. It's exactly normal. It's it's our personalities right there. It's like, let's just always be laughing. Pretty much. Um, I mean, I still think we're funny, so. I think we're funny. <laughs> does anybody else? I don't know. Probably not. It's all I'm, good, though. My mom does, I think. <laughs> Although I don't think she listens to the podcast. I don't uh, think my mom's been able to find it yet either. <laughs> She's still looking. <laughs> oh, gosh. Bless us all. Um, but I am just doing our intro. Jen's going to go through our topic for this week. I'm kind of excited. Dun, dun, dun. This I am too. This topic came up randomly in one of our conversations from another episode. I don't remember what it was. And we were like, oh my goodness, we should dive further into that. I think it was the last one, was it not? Was it? Probably. So if you didn't listen to the last one, go back. It's go a back and check it out. I think it's it kind of for this one. Not I think it kind of goes hand in hand with the last one. When I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it kind of like goes hand in hand. True that. True. Should we tell them what it is. That. Um, you can do that. That's all you. This is your topic. This is all you. Go for it. So this week's topic is on dun dun dun. <laughs> Imposter syndrome. So, cool. so Alex, had, when did you learn about imposter syndrome? You just got have you ever heard about, about it? it? Um, I had never heard about it until probably the last, probably the last year. Yeah, same. Um, I guess I, I, I had never heard about it. And then when I started like looking things up about it and somebody said something to me about it, I was like, I like this. I've had this my entire my existence. Same. So same. <laughs> For everything that I've ever done. Um, so, and it was like, oh. Oh, that's is, what that is. There's a name a, for it. Right. I'm not, I'm not the only one. studied this. Seriously. Like, there's a solution to the problem. Um, <laughs> and it's not you just, just you having to live in fear for the rest of your life. Right. Or just like, just get over it. But it's not the case. Um, so I have experienced it and probably in the last year I've been diving a little bit deeper into it, but Jen, tell us. So for those that don't know or have not heard of imposter syndrome, so imposter syndrome is pretty much a psychological pattern where despite all of your achievements and accomplishments, you have this fear of being exposed as a fraud. So you pretty much feel like an imposter and what you do, your fear is that you're not going to be good enough. You don't know what you're doing. Despite all of this evidence that you're great at what you do, or you might not, you might be just fine at what you're doing, but you still have this fear like you don't belong. Um, and it says that imposter syndrome actually started as um, a syndrome of highly successful women, which I did not know. I was going to ask that in this was like, is it, is it solely women that go through this or it's, do guys experience this? It was originally um, attributed to like women who were highly successful, but attributed their success to luck or just like people not really realizing, you know, their, their true talents, their like capacity. Yeah, correct. Excellence. Right. But they were highly successful in everything they do, but they still felt like they were frauds or that they didn't belong. Wow. I know. I it's like, really cool. 
it is so reassuring to know that this is a thing yeah as bad as it is I, it's very reassuring to know that it's a thing and that other people are experiencing it right and then when I started like researching it and going in it's like common amongst like when you first start a job or like if you're starting a new task or whatever you're doing that you might feel like crap I don't know what I'm doing right <laughs> And it's everyone not just knows that I don't know what I'm doing and they're looking at me watching me not know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's the reason and why I, I don't answer questions that way in every job. Oh, did yes. you? I felt that way in every, like every job. Like, I think I've always been like, oh my God, they're going to fire me. <laughs> I also feel that way. <laughs> uh, my last, at our last job, my supervisor, um, because your supervisor was awesome, which was me, but... <laughs> Uh, my supervisor like literally would laugh at me all the time because he'll te- he would text me or like send me an yeah. email and be like hey let's meet and I'm like I'm getting fired aren't I <laughs> like this is it and he's like he got to the point like at first I think it was concerning for him and then he got to the point where he just respond and go yeah so meet me at three o'clock and I'd be like <laughs> full-blown panic mode um yes, so like I'm going to fire you <laughs> Right. come anyway though yeah but come because you know it's gonna happen so just embrace it so yeah it's it's a very scary thing so did through. someone tell you about imposter syndrome or yeah like, so the, you look, like start googling your symptoms oh, why no. do I think I'm always gonna get fired <laughs> or how did you come about it I just thought that was my anxiety at first mm-hmm. I thought it was my anxiety and I was like maybe I need to get on medication maybe something's not you know, ticking right. right. But I went to a conference. Uh, I went to a, an idea of fitness conference. So idea mm-hmm. of fitness for personal mm-hmm. trainers. Um, and one of the uh, topics that I went to, or one of the seminars that I went to started talking about imposter syndrome. Yeah. And she talked a good bit about successful women. And mm-hmm. her thing was that why women uh, like are fearful to apply for certain jobs, even though like they have skills, like Mm -hmm. they have all the right skills, but they're afraid to go to the next level in their career, whether that's like applying for a different job that has different tasks or like job requirements and they don't fulfill all of them. Right. Um, But then guys have no problem just like, hey, I'm going to go apply for it. I meet some of the basic requirements and the rest of them I can figure out. So she started talking about imposter syndrome and like I've mentioned on here before, yeah. the book, uh, The Middle Finger Project, Yeah, she talks a ton about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended up being like one of my favorite books because I started reading that book when we were in quarantine and when I started like deciding like to start my own business and I was like, I can't do this. And <laughs> like, I've had this dream of wanting to start my own business for years. Yeah. For years. Like I've been in fitness for almost 10 years and like at least for five of them I'm like I want to start something separate from what I'm currently doing and I lived in fear of like I am not capable of that right um and then I read the book the middle finger project (laughs) and 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 you give the middle finger basically to know um but she talks through like how she went through imposter syndrome and how she overcame it I was like this is it this is exactly what I'm going through Right. So yeah, that was kind of my first. And then I, then I started diving deep into a whole bunch of people talking about imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. So what about you? 
my one of my clients actually told me about it like about a year ago and I won't say her name but she does listen to the podcast so shout out to her she told me about it later (laughs) but she told me about it because we were working out and she was like you know I just don't feel like it was actually like she had imposter syndrome being in the gym like she was just like I don't feel like I belong here like people are looking at me like I don't know what I'm doing and like part of the reason I got a trainer was because you know I wanted to feel like, you know, safe right. or secure. like I knew what I was doing. And I had somebody here showing me what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait, what's imposter syndrome? And then she told me. And then like, after that, I went and looked it up and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was literally Basically like you saw ball. you saw your face next to literally, this description. Literally, I was just like, so shocked. And I was like, I did not know this was a thing. And I would say like, like you, I had those feelings, but I never thought of it as like, I was anxious. Yeah. I literally just thought like, I'm not good at this. Yeah. yeah, Like yeah. I didn't really have like a fear. I was just like, crap. I just don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't. And so you second guess everything that you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, people are probably looking at me like, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I almost felt like sometimes it would turn into OCD because like, if I had a project that I had to do for work, I would mm-hmm. do it numerous times in mm. different ways, or I'd program in different ways for people. Just in case, like, just in case, right, they didn't like it, or they called me out on being a fraud, or whatever it may be. <laughs> I had, like, multiple different options to be like, okay, plan B, here we go. Um, yeah. But yeah, so then I, I thought, at one point, I was like, well, maybe it's OCD. <laughs> it's imposter syndrome. Yeah. See, like in my previous job, like I just literally was like, I don't know what I'm doing. They're going to fire me. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you're doing great. Like you're right where you should be for right. just starting the job. Like you're not supposed to know how to do the job the first week that you start. And I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, I mean was this, I'm like, uh, was that the job before working with me? Right. Yeah. Okay. So when I worked at a nonprofit, I mean, I guess I've had this like probably in all the jobs that I've ever had, I've probably like thought like, crap, I don't know what I'm doing. This is hard. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And it can be for anything, right? It's not right. like you don't have to be a successful CEO or a successful business owner or whatever it may be. Like it literally, imposter syndrome can come up in anything. anything. Like literally, like you go in the gym for the first time and you're like, people are looking at me like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right, like your so client. It doesn't have to be a career related. Right, it can just be, it's a. It's almost like a just a life-changing event. Yes. Where you're like, I'm just not good enough for this and I'm not cut out to do this. Right. Um, I mean, thinking about it now, so I have this dog now, (laughs) even thinking about it now, like just us in this conversation, I'm like, I don't think that I'm capable of making sure that this thing could stay alive or like I can give it the (laughs) life that it needs, (laughs) but it's all this, but that's all bad dog mom. Already (laughs) terrible. No, she's sleeping back here. I know she is quite She's peaceful. She's going to chill out all day. Um, Seems like you're doing a great job. Alex. I took her to the gym <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, I I took her to the gym yesterday, and she was just asleep for the rest of the day. Like, she, did she sleep at the gym or when no? She, she was just like overly excited about everything. She was like, oh. Oh, "What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing?" And then there was one girl who was just like sitting there constantly taking her picture and playing with her, which also probably over exhausted her. So, um, dog celebrity, basically at this point. Um, but yeah, but it's a, so imposter syndrome can be for literally at any point in your life for any kind of change that's not in your typical routine. Right. This is more common in like job scenarios. Right. 
so for me, it definitely mostly, mostly comes up in job scenarios. So like when I made that career change and left the nonprofit and decided to go into training full time, it was like imposter syndrome overload. It so was, like, I, know, and I know you remember that. When you say imposter syndrome overload, I described that I was horrible. Like I did not know what I was doing. Everyone kept telling me like how good I am. And like, I think Mm -hmm. you'd be great at this and you should stick with this. You should really see it out. Like you're good. And I'm like, you just didn't feel it. I'm just like, I just didn't feel it. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I'm like, I, maybe I'm not doing it right. I don't know what I should be doing. Yeah. 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 Am I doing it? I'm like, and I felt like everyone was watching me. Mm -hmm. Like I felt like an all eyes on me kind of scenario where like, yeah, 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 people were probably not paying any attention to me at all. But I'm just like, I just imagined like all of you were just like judging everything that I was doing. My we might have been. Like, you might have been. No, we don't. I didn't do that. Some <laughs> people are might. Some people may have been. <laughs> if you hurt somebody, then yes, I have to watch what you're doing. But yeah, but like things like that didn't happen or like, you know, like I never had any negative, like, I don't think. Well, in a, in a training, in the training world, in the fitness world, fitness industry, imposter syndrome, I feel like can be like very, it can happen a lot. It's, it happens very frequently because if you lose a client, yeah, say a client, like for yeah. any, reason any reason of their own, it could be finances. It could be that they're moving. It right. could be that they reach their goals or it could be that they just, they feel confident enough because of what you've given them to do it on their own, but any, it could be anything. And the minute yeah. they say, Hey, I think I want to take a break for a little bit. You're like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> how, like, how do I fix this? Where do we come back right. from this? Right. Um, and that's what I, that's when I would feel it the most before I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a situation would happen like that. Now, a situation would happen like that and I'd be like, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? Or Mm -hmm. they would stop coming, right? Mm -hmm. Say like they would stop coming to their sessions because of whatever things might be going on with them, but they could be going through imposter syndrome as well during that. Hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point Um, to consider. So... It's just so See, mine never came up like that. Like that to me, I like I think someone early on was like, maybe you was just like, don't take that personally. Like, you know, it could be for anything. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. okay. But for me, it was just like I just imagined everybody was looking at me and judging me. And I'm sure that's not the case, but I just was like oh You God. just felt like that's what was happening. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm really bad. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, especially when you go into something that you don't right like a hundred percent career change yeah right and that's I mean that's kind of how it's felt for kind of breaking out on our own like we don't have the securities of a big globo gym anymore where there's constant people coming in and out of the gym and things like that like we're kind of on our own to kind of find those leads and that change also was very scary I still experience imposter syndrome if we're going to be really honest about it (laughs) There's even moments I'll text Jen like during the week and I'll be like, do you feel like your world's falling apart or is this just (laughs) me today? (laughs) But luckily Jen will sometimes respond and go, girl, I'm right there. (laughs) I'm right there. My world's already on the floor. It's (laughs) crashing and burning around me. (laughs) 
Um, so it's not, I don't know if it's something that you ever 100% get over. I will say like being out on my own, doing my own thing, I would say I feel it a little bit less. Mm, okay. And I wonder if it's just because like it's mine, I'm doing it the way I want to do it, mm, I'm doing mm-hmm. it how I want to do it. So I'm not worried about what people think about it as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just afraid everything's going to fall apart. I'm just like, we can't give any of those things. <laughs> the 2020. The 20, that's true. <laughs> and I was like, it, it can't be. I think that was part of the motivating factor to just do it. Cause it's like, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? That's, that's very true is that I have gotten into the mind a little bit more of the mindset now of, I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm mm-hmm. going to just be at home all day. Like mm-hmm. I did that for a year. Um, that can happen. You just get a job. Right. You just get a job somewhere else. But yeah, but that's like one thing that I have to tell myself kind of regularly, but at the same time, I'm like, let's just try it. Try it. See what happens. Yeah. Put something out there and see what happens. Like I was watching, I was listening to one of my other favorite podcasts, the ritual podcast. I don't know why I love this podcast so much, but they actually did a little short segment on imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And he was asked like, how does he deal with it? And how does he get over it? And his one thing was make it till you make it like don't oh. fake it till you make it just make it just till you make, make it, it to make it he's like just get out there and do it and his whole thing it was he was actually talking about related to like starting a podcast and he's like yeah when I first started a podcast I was like who am I to start a podcast right. who wants to listen to me like who am I to interview these people like you know he's right, sitting right, in the room right. with like some pretty impressive people and he's like I don't belong here why am I here why am I doing this and he, it's he true. said one of the things he said, he was like, you have to think about what would people or what would someone without imposter syndrome do in your scenario? Like mm. someone who wasn't afraid of being considered a fraud, what would they do? And he was like, they would do, they would just do it. They would just right. make it happen. They would just start the podcast. They would just go to the weight room. They would just do whatever it is that they're afraid to do and do it with confidence and then continue to learn and get better and just grow and yeah. make it till you make it. Right. It's kind of like, just take it one day at a time, right? You can only right. control what's going to happen today. And if right. you, you have tasks that you need to complete today, it's only going to make tomorrow a little bit better. Right. And tomorrow will have know. its own set of tasks and its own set of Problems little fires words. that you might need to put out. Um, but every day is going to be a little bit different. So you just got to kind of do what you need to do today. Because there was one time where I didn't, I had gotten so distracted by not really distracted. I had to take care of a lot of like personal things mm-hmm. and I didn't do any work on my business. Um, and I was like, it's going to fall apart. If this is it, this is how it falls apart. I need to be working on this every single moment of every single day. And then somebody uh, that I follow on social media kind of posted something about imposter syndrome. It was like, if you did not work on your business today, it's not going to make your business fall apart tomorrow. Why do I feel like I saw that? Probably because I reposted. It. I, know. I was like, like, I feel like I've seen. I was that like, I before. need the world to see this <laughs> because if I'm feeling this, somebody else somewhere oh, yeah. else is. Um, but yeah, it's so true. Is like, like you just gotta take it one day at a time. Get the task done that you need to get done that that day, and then everything mm-hmm. will gradually start building on itself. So, are there any specific ways or strategies you use to get over your imposter syndrome? Um, Besides taking it one day at a time or is that pretty much um I think one thing that I do is 
um, actually there's like two, there's two things. I make a lot of lists of things that I need to do because that helps me stay focused on, okay, these are all the tasks that mm-hmm. need to be completed because if I, if I don't kind of write out what needs to be done, then I'm in my head. And it's one of those, like, there's so many things to do that I don't know where to start. And so then if I don't start, then it just kind of snowballs into this. It's all going to fall apart and I'm a failure and everyone's going to figure out that I don't know what I'm doing Mm. type of thing. Um, So I make a lot of lists. Um, I also, I listen to a lot of podcasts about it Mm -hmm. um, because it's just, it's reassuring to know that other people are experiencing this and it kind of gives me the encouragement of like, okay, I'm not alone in this and it's going to be fine as mm-hmm. we, as each day happens. Um, so that's kind of my main things what about so you. This is more so staying on top of task a little bit so yeah. that it doesn't all unwind. Well, I'm also like a task driven person. You are. Yeah. I've taken a lot of personality <laughs> tests in the last couple of days. <laughs> couple weeks I'm just like um, thinking about my planner with all the things that I list that I'm gonna do and then I'm like I'll just do those tomorrow girl I just bought <laughs> this uh notepad and it's the to-do notepad and oh, it's yeah. do it now or do it later list mine would be do it now and then I would just like draw arrows to the do it later well look at my do it <laughs> I just now, don't get things down my do it later is way <laughs> longer than my do it now so like my taxes mm. You might want to get on that. <laughs> I'll do till May 17th these days. So, but yes, I need to do this. That's a whole side note. Yep. Um, it might need to slide itself back over to the do it now. I know. Oh, well. All good. It'll happen. Good. One of these days. But I can cross this off because I already did that. It's well, not my taxes. Something else. I should go back to my list and cross things off. Yeah, I don't do that. Okay. So what are yours? What do you do? Mine? I would say I try to keep learning Mm. and like stay informed and learn as much as I can. So it was like when it came to like making a career change, like I was like, okay, maybe if I get other certifications or revisit different aspects, like I'll feel more confident and I'll Mm -hmm. feel, you know, like people can't think I'm a fraud because I'm like actively learning. Oh yeah. (laughs) That kind of thing. I just feel like the more you feel confident and the more you feel like you've educated yourself on whatever it is that you do I think that kind of translates into confidence and that you'll feel less like a fraud and you'll feel more comfortable in whatever tasks that you're doing so So for me is like yeah for me it's like continuously learning researching listening to podcasts listening to you know other people who have you know done these things Mm -hmm. that you're trying to accomplish Um, like one thing that he said in the podcast was humility is a close cousin of imposter syndrome, Mm. like like going into each situation that you might not feel the most confident about and realizing like, you know what, I don't know everything about this topic yet, but I'm learning and I'm doing it until I get better. And, you know, there's going to be mistakes and there's going to be times that I don't always do the right thing, but you know, I'm only human. I make mistakes. I'm still learning, but I'm making it till I make it. Make it till you make it. Make it till you make it. Just get out there and do it. Just do it. Just do it. I love that he didn't say fake it till you make it. You what? I I love that he didn't say fake it till you make it. Because I feel like like that like magnifies imposter. Like if you feel like you're a fake 
and you're going to continue like to fake it. Yeah. 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 I like and that. You're going to yeah. feel like you're faking it. What was it? Say that again so the world can hear it. Make it till you make it. And this is what podcast? This is the Rich Roll podcast. Yeah. He is, um, he was a lawyer. I think he went to Georgetown. He was a lawyer. Um, he was a former alcoholic and has gone through recovery and now he's a plant-based endurance athlete or he's a former endurance athlete like he's done like Ironmans and like all these ultra endurance um that's impressive events and now he like has a podcast he's had a podcast for a very long time um I used to follow him like back when I was a runner but yeah obviously that doesn't (laughs) doesn't apply anymore but he's like interviews like so many interesting people um like athletes, celebrities, endurance wow. people, a lot of people in like the plant-based world, a lot of people in like environmental. Um, but he has like all these interesting com- conversations with all of these interesting people that you may have never heard of, but these right. are like super cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe really we intriguing. have, thinking about this now out loud, maybe we should have somebody interview somebody who is way more successful than we are right now about (laughs) imposter syndrome Hmm. that could be pretty cool yeah let's think about that well pretty sure a lot of people have at some point experienced it they have to have if they didn't then maybe then we need what they got yeah maybe (laughs) we got confidence level on a thousand right they're just out there doing the thing yeah who knows yes if you've never experienced imposter syndrome let us know. Let, Let us know us. what that's like. Yeah, tell us. Tell us how you do we that. We clearly are not feeling that. We're feeling like we're experiencing it. So, <laughs> I had a really great question I was going to ask you, but now <laughs> I can't remember what it is. I got distracted by, I don't know, make it till you make it. Make it till you make it. Gosh, that's good. It's good stuff right there. Um, what... What ways can you encourage somebody? So like your client, for example, mm-hmm. what ways can you encourage somebody who's experiencing imposter syndrome? I think that I think that's what made me think of goes back to our last episode about why women should lift weights mm-hmm. and like how to get into that. I would just encourage them to get out there and do it. I mean, or start small, start mm-hmm. somewhere, right? So maybe you don't feel comfortable going to the gym or going to the weight room alone, maybe you hire a trainer or you start by going to a class or yeah, yeah. you start by going to some sort of a training on whatever it is that you're trying to get into. Yeah. Start small in a way that you feel comfortable and then eventually branch out. So maybe you're like, you know, you start with a trainer and then you feel comfortable. You're like, oh, you know what? I do know what I'm doing. I do belong here. Yeah. I can move on to myself. Yeah. the squat rack oh that's kind of the beauty of a trainer not to like kind of I know segue into that but. segue yeah into that but that's kind of the beauty of of what we do is like yeah we create programs but the biggest thing that we do is like we want to build confidence in you right um, to enjoy the things that like we enjoy fitness a lot like we have a lot of mm-hmm. fun with it um we put a lot of effort into it but it can be a fun and enjoyable thing and hopefully that's what your trainer helps show you is that it's not a, um, a miserable experience that you have to go through. Like 
it should be something that you enjoy doing. Right. Or like in any situation, not even like in training, like how we mentioned jobs before, like you probably started a job, you were probably trained by someone, right? probably at some point also experienced their own form of imposter syndrome when they thought that they didn't know what they were doing. Like, I mean, I'm a trainer now, but at some point I'm sure back in the day, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing over there. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, and now I've like learned how to do certain things and I've enjoyed them. And now I've made it a career trying to help other people, you know, overcome those feelings of imposter syndrome. Right. I I used to tell people walking in the door is Mm -hmm. the first and biggest step that you can do. Right. And no matter what, what it could be, right. If it's fitness related, like you walk in, you walking in the door and getting a membership is the biggest thing that you can do. Yes. Then after that, like you said, start small, right. Take it again, one day at a time. Um, yeah, I would definitely encourage people to, if there's a specific, like thing that you want to achieve, Mm -hmm. find other people who Mm -hmm. have done similar things, right? You obviously, we want to set ourselves apart from everybody else that might be in your industry uh, or however that looks, but there's always at least a handful of people who have started where you are and have grown to a bigger world. Um, Cause you're always going to grow, right? Like what you are currently doing, yeah. or what you currently want to do may not be the thing that you end up doing five, 10 years later from, from now. Like it could be like, right. yeah, we started in fitness, but it could be in five to 10 years that maybe we're still just trainers or we've grown to something significantly different, or we just solely build a business on imposter syndrome. Who knows? <laughs> you know, like you never really know, know. what could happen um we're gonna write a book and go on a book tour oh gosh <laughs> can you imagine us do we get a tour bus well our faces be on the tour bus that's what yes. I yes like stocked with kombucha with <laughs> your mate your mate um but yeah so like if you have an idea of something that you want to do start researching it yeah look it up find people that are in that same field and environment and grow from there and I would agree with you like education is huge um whether it's getting another certification or whatever it might be like education is huge learn about that topic because you also might find out you actually don't like it yeah I was that was another thing that I was gonna say it was like find something that you actually like doing yeah because it's just you might feel like an imposter just because you're like I feel like I should like this and I feel like I should be good at it, but this isn't really for me. Right, exactly. And this isn't really what I thought it would be. And maybe that's why you don't feel like you're good at it. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I would agree with that. So, yeah. Cool. So well, what's your yeah. takeaway? My takeaway is get out there, research, feel confident, and just take it one day at a time. Stay humble. Stay humble. Keep learning. Make it till you make it. Make it till you make it. That might be our mic drop on this one. Thanks to the Ritual Podcast guy. Shout him out. Check it out. It's good. I'm going to start listening to that one for sure. I know. He interviews some really cool people. I'm just like, and they do a lot of topics like like imposter syndrome or how to overcome something, you know. Yeah. 
I like people that have started a business. He interviewed, um, I think a lady that invented bar. That was a really good interview. Wow. Something like that. She either, I don't know if she started bar or she would. Yeah. And they they talk about how she got started in fitness. It's really cool. See? Yeah. Where you are today may not be where you are 10 years later, but start trying it. Put the feelers out there. Mm -hmm. Put Mm -hmm. the feelers out there. So cool. Well, all right, girl. Again, I appreciate your life. I I appreciate your life. Oh, that was so deep. (laughs) I appreciate you you talking me off the ledge 99% of the time of my imposter syndrome. I appreciate your life. I'm sure you've talked to me off the ledge. Well, you definitely did plenty of times when we used to work together because I wanted to quit every day. (laughs) I feel like you used to say that. You used to come, like when I had something to say to you, you were like, are you quitting? Yeah, that was my fear. That was literally like, every day. Are you quitting? I'm like, no, fear. I'm not quitting. Not today anyway. <laughs> it was either my trainers were coming to me and I was asking them if they were quitting or I was going to my boss and asking if I was getting fired. <laughs> so maybe I should write a book about him. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad that we've been there to talk each other off the ledge. Yes, appreciate, appreciate it. But um. If you guys like this podcast, make sure you share it with your friends. Yeah. Leave comments. We love to hear and get feedback. If you got topics that you want to hear about, let us know. Or if you have a way that you've overcome imposter syndrome that we didn't mention, drop it in a comment. Drop it. Drop it low, girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks. Bye.